2: Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Taylor, but joined by Jules Skill. Hey. Hi, Josh Brown. Hello. Now, a, a whole thing it seems to be unfolding in regards to loot boxes and the illegality of them or the potential illegality of them. Um, and one of the most recent pieces has come from Polygon and writer Oscar S. Good as to how this, if loot boxes did become illegal, how that would affect, uh, according to him, the sports genre and sort of the state mm-hmm. of sports games and everything else. Um, so basically, we've all read this article this morning and it's it's we're going to have a wider conversation about everything that the uh, article is discussing because it's not necessarily about the author or it's not really about the author or
3: polygon, it's more about the wider sort of like... Yeah, the implications on if loot boxes were
1: to be banned or whatever if this yeah, legislation yeah. did go through, what would happen? Like yeah. Yeah. It would be a crazy unprecedented kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because this is the thing, everyone is so focused on the fact that they don't want loot boxes, they don't want microtransactions, no one actually is sort of really considering the aftermath of yeah. it. They're just sort of uh, caught up in the media storm of, I want this to change, yeah. but no one's sort of planning for the future. And I think that this actually does open up a wider conversation of what's safety measures are going to be in place for people whose jobs might be at risk for Mm -hmm. companies who might be actually reliant on that. And, a bigger issue of whether the industry needs to really have a rethink in their in their focus of how they uh, collect money from mm-hmm. players, because if they are as reliant on loot boxes as this article might suggest, then that is a huge problem with the industry yeah. that needs to be changed yeah. so now. Like, one of
2: the we'll, we'll get to the, the different sides of it because I think it's worthwhile doing like the gamer point of view on microtransactions. Yeah. Like you said, the whole like just get rid of them, which is most more, more so where I go to for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, there's the developer side and the through line that comes through in the article for me is just that. You know, he's saying that a lot of the uh, the publisher deals that are set up with in sports games with certain companies like the NBA or uh, FIFA or whatever, um, those deals, the amounts of money that are being promised from the uh, the publisher side, uh, a lot of that is contingent on the uh, the figures that come from yeah. live services and microtransactions. Yeah. Well, they, they, and if they go away, that's going to affect those deals and will affect the staff that are behind those companies
1: at hmm. scale. So because he was saying that there was a, a deal with the NBA that was like 1.1, 1.1 billion for the next seven years now. Now, again, you guys have heard me say this a lot. It's not up to me to foot your costs. Totally. Like, And as, as a video game player, I, I don't want to think that my video game is either going to skyrocket in price mm-hmm. or that you are reliant solely on this eat false economy that you have made just to justify getting the licenses. Video games based around sports games have existed for Decades, yep, well is, before microtransactions, and, and, and so now, even though the figures I'm sure of the licensing fees have gone up, you have to admit that they have existed without the need for a, yeah. an economy like the well, his, my team. So why has it now become so ingrained into that a Well, I think the
2: the argument from uh, from the right just says that like what we've become accustomed to as sports fans is a certain level of quality, and you know, like obviously you have it was that whole thing back across the 2000s where it was FIFA versus Pro Evo, yeah. and like FIFA had the licenses and Pro Evolution didn't, mm-hmm. and eventually FIFA kind of won out. But that assumption these days that what we're used to is contingent on these deals going ahead that would be the thing that would be on the table assumedly
3: I think well to to be honest I actually kind of agree with this I think it makes like a lot of sense that EA or whoever would like throw so much money at these licensing deals because that's what people do gravitate towards back when you you were saying when Pez didn't have like any licenses that's how EA sort of EA eventually like got FIFA rolling because Mm -hmm. they had sort of everything that was the definitive official like official game and Uh they are paying so much for that but then as they make more on microtransactions as bloody FIFA 18 makes eight hundred one billion dollars or whatever, those licenses deals go up. And it's not just kind of like just for the license itself. It's in sponsorships and branding and marketing. Like EA pays FIFA so much money just to kind of like broadcast like their stuff. Mm -hmm. Like just for the Premier League itself, I was doing some research before this, it's cost them $85 $85 million. They're paying that out to just the Premier League over the next three years. That's one league out of everything they need to license. Mm -hmm. When they just got the Champions League last year. So it's like... They've got all these different things trying to get them in there that just costs so much money, but then that does become an appeal. I, I remember. I, God, well, sorry. I was going to
2: say, I wonder how much of that is elective on their side, where they're they're asking to be. Oh, can we actually like you know? It's like when you you pay for a post to to, to be circulated in people's feeds, yeah. ostensibly. Yeah. Are they paying for that wider circulation, or is that part of their deal? Is it mandatory, or is it elective? Because that would be the thing. Because my whole thing with this is that I actively reject pretty much what this dude says. I don't agree that like. Well, I, I don't know. I don't buy that the whole genre would go away. I, and I, my thing is that yeah. like if we got to a point where the sports genre is contingent on life service amounts of money then that in itself needs to be fundamentally changed and for me he doesn't supply enough facts well, to sort of get that across
1: he's he's also talking about it in a way that uh, he, he in the article uses uh, quite consider- consistently the uh, idea of the pay to win yeah but it's it's ignoring the actual issue of what this loot box bill is trying to ban which is the pay to gamble to win. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what it's trying to get rid of. It's pay also for to, children's like, games too. Like pay to win stuff is like m- like me going in there and just buying the best team outright. And that's what he says is that like, oh well we've grown used to this. What if you get rid of this then we won't be able to like have this. Economy. The appeal isn't so, there anymore. But, or but you will just go and buy the. Team members you want for the fixed price, or you will have a uh, you will yeah. have the gambling rates released to you, so you will know your chances of getting to them. That's what this bill is trying to do. It's, it's not trying the, to say the randomization you, of it. Yeah, yeah, it's not trying to say like you can't have this, but so I well, because
2: it, it says like because the bill initially came from Josh Hawley, who's a senator who pushed it through, and he said that uh, in the bill they still have allowances for premium currencies and yeah. for DLC and all that kind of stuff. So you would still be able to offer something if you wanted to. Um, like you said, it's more about the randomization side of it, yeah. which was at the crux of the Battlefront 2
3: controversy. Yeah. So like that 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 that's such a big assumption it, that the article makes I right? see I, I'm, I'm not sure because like the randomization of it is kind of like what I, I don't like it I personally think like FIFA ultimate team is just like hell and you shouldn't <laughs> sort of get people addicted to it especially yeah, like younger yeah. kids who are trying to grind out these coins or trying to get grind out these players mm-hmm. but like, that model works, and I think if yes. you get rid of it, like this bill is proposing, and you introduce something where you could just buy the team members, mm. yeah, you'll
1: still get a bit of extra money, but you're not going to get anywhere near as much as you would with yeah. that randomized element. But, True. That's, but that's when it comes down to the real problem, which is they don't care necessarily about the, the whatever the cost is, it's just about their growth. It is yes. the growth mm-hmm. of the company and how much it it, it grows by they could make silly amounts of money, but it needs to be more than last year's. But that's it. That's that's. I think for me, that's the, r- the real problem. That's that's what with these. That's the same with
3: these licenses as well. Like I think it was the NBA one in mm. the article that it doubled since the last time they mm. renewed it, and that's just because these uh, companies are like growing. So when they hit these milestones, and then you expect to sustain at these milestones, mm. and if these loot boxes go away, that drops. And mm. then what happens with the deals? Do these re- relinquish their exclusivity? Do yeah. they go to other companies? Like what happens? Well, then?
2: my side would be that
3: they should like. What
2: level do they need to? To exist on to, to proliferate the sports genre overall like yeah I'm not I'm obviously not denying that you'll make more money by just spinning a wheel and, and asking yeah. someone to put their finger down and stop it like that will always make more money just based off the history of gambling and, and yeah. human nature and everything um, but that I mean you move to bring in like a moralistic standpoint like for me that that's not a way to run a business and that's not a way to maintain the genre like I said if the genre is only existing at this level because of randomised elements for me those randomised elements need to go away. Well, oh, yeah, so, it's, 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 yeah, It's
1: unchecked capitalism yeah. it's, it's effectively approaching a, a weirdly almost paradoxical par- parody version of like what is uh, shown in rapture in bioshock like, <laughs> like like with with no market restrictions and you can charge and do whatever you want within your game as mm-hmm. long as you appeal to the sort of right. it fits a game mechanic mm-hmm. it, like they they make it they're making silly amounts of money Yeah, and it's I'm, like not, I'm not saying that these companies should stop making money i like that that is their right to yeah. do you don't start out doing anything without the them trying to make money do they need just, to make this much money? Though? Yeah. Just, just can, can they make it in a different way? Like, but I mean, the thing it, is, like, like maybe, maybe it's hampering their creativity because they're being so reliant on an archa- on what is now becoming a, a challenged and potentially archaic model.
2: Maybe. I mean, if you focus in on FIFA for a second, like the last few years, obviously they just rebuilt the game in Frostbite. That was the first time they changed mm. the engine in, in like a decade, as far as I know. It was a long time. Um, and if you speak to innovation, like you know, I think it was uh, FIFA fifteen where they brought in the idea that they would have um, buttons floating above different players' heads, mm-hmm. so that like new players could get used mm-hmm. to when, when to pass and went to do different things, um, and then they brought in like the the corner flag physics was going to move, yeah, and the yeah, goalposts yeah, 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 yeah. would shiver and whatever. And it's like okay, like yeah, there's, you can point to like elements that they're sort they're trying to innovate within this wheelhouse. But like
3: I don't know, they reuse the same engine for the most part year after year after year. And this is why I think brands are so important though, mm. because you can look at those when when they come out e three every year. Like you're not looking at the grass like you know the animations <laughs> of the grass going backwards and forwards uh, or the crowd tech is a bit better. What it's sold on is like that there's new brands like FIFA 19. Right. The Champions League, mm-hmm. and that's what people came for. They weren't coming because the gameplay was marginally mechanically more sound; yeah. it was because it had this extra feature. Which is the
2: Pro Evo thing again? Yeah, exactly. Pro Evo yeah. did play better. And yeah.
3: that's some yeah, exactly. Pro Evo was mechanically so good, yeah. like playing actual football in that game was like ping pong accurate. In FIFA, <laughs> kind of like languished for a bit, but they had those brands. Mm-hmm. I think th- those sort of big marketing ploys. Those like uh, leagues and those Mm. tournaments they Mm. become mechanics unto themselves which is then that spirals out of control because that costs so much money but that's the thing that
2: this this, for me that's the thing that gets completely missed here is like can't they afford those licenses and just those licenses with the amount of money that they make from the unicost and from like premium uh, consumables or DLC or cosmetics or whatever they just don't need the randomized element like surely these licenses are affordable as they always were in years gone by I know that the industry is bigger than ever um, but that's that's those are the statistics that are missing from the article which is why I doubt that I don't I just don't buy the whole thing because I'm just like, I'm pretty sure that EA can afford to still pay FIFA and I'm pretty sure that Take Two can still afford to pay the NBA yeah. um, without the live services. Now, he does mention that EA's fiscal year for live services was 2.2 billion. Um, Mad. Well, without knowing what those specific deals were that were in place for them mm. to secure FIFA in the first place, maybe it is 2.2 billion um, and maybe EA can't subsist without the live services. I personally just don't buy that.
1: But then, if, if that's the case, then that's a fundamental issue that they've got with their licensing. Well, that'll be where because, I come back to that. Because yeah. you, you go up to something and say that you represent um, uh, FIFA, which Uh, I do. Yeah, you do. (laughs) On this table, you definitely (laughs) do. So then you go up to that and go, right. Okay. Well, I don't have enough money to to pay you what I did last time. And you go, well, I'll guess I'll go somewhere else. Okay, fine. Have fun uh, trying to uh, get a brand new company to invest the same amount of money in that. Uh, actually you were the only ones that were paying me that amount of money because you were making that amount of money. Yeah. Well, I can't do that anymore. So you're going to have to lower your prices. Hmm okay, maybe we can just reach a new agreement then. Because I'm not going to just give my license out to everyone because that's the whole point. Exclusivity... Breed supply and demand. Of yeah. That's that's what why you buy it in the first yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's oh, surely this is just business f- studies 101. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, 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 like, and, and, yeah, the FIFA
2: brand, EA's version of the FIFA brand is assumed be very valuable because it's EA. Like yeah. to some degree, like people yeah. like the way that that thing plays. It's, like it's you said, a, if they, it's a symbiotic yeah. relationship. Yeah, they have bargaining on, like, power
1: because I go to you and you go, I want your brand, but you want my platform. Yeah. So therefore, yeah. we have to work together. But yeah. they seem to be doing that with escalating prices, just going. Well, that's why i take a few more million for that. The focus
2: is on that conversation, and those conversations happen in you know, conference calls and boardrooms all day long. But mm. it's that for me that would be the end point. It's not that the consumer foots the bill, it's that they change what the bill is. Yeah. Like, yeah, for
3: me I, I just I don't really I don't know yeah. I, I like barely so, apply uh, I always put in See I I like it's, it's funny because 'cause I'm arguing for it and yet yeah, disagree with all of these practices in the way this, this <laughs> no, runs. I'm just kind of like trying to pass out. Yeah like, I know exactly yeah, what you mean though. like why it, it might be catastrophic if everyone pulled out. Mm-hmm. And I think with that exclusivity deal and like the fact that EA has all of these um sort of sports games that are, have exclusive licenses mm-hmm. they're essentially the only games in town like there's no real competitor to FIFA there's no, no. real competitor to, to NFL like they're a good games surely but not on that level of mainstream popularity mm-hmm. but then if that license comes into sort of contention and yeah. then they do start getting called feet maybe FIFA's like well you know what like you've been paying us all this but maybe maybe we could take a cut and then get it out to everyone on a yeah. bigger
1: scale That. Negative, it would only benefit we, the consumer, exa- uh, Yeah, well, that's the thing, because a monopoly uh, doesn't benefit the consumer. Yeah. It benefits the company, mm-hmm. and they are making ridiculous amounts of money, but it hampers creativity. Recently, uh, 2K uh, and Yuke's, Yuke's are the developers of yeah. the 2K uh, wrestling games. Now, they have actually created a... Rival company that is making another wrestling game within their own company. And the Mm -hmm. reason they've done that is because they've just said, well, this will inspire our staff to show what it's like to be up against competition because they don't actually have (laughs) any competition in the field. And they said that that will push them to go to put more uh, effort in, to put new features in, and allow them to work outside of the restrictions that the WWE have put them Mm -hmm. under. So maybe like this Monopoly to oligopoly to more freeform thing would be beneficial well, to everyone in the long run. It would run. definitely make for better games. <laughs> what well, do you think like yeah. if you, the
2: history of football games like across the 2000s we had Pro Evo, FIFA, Red Card was in there, ISS oh, well, was Red in there. Red Card was Like wicked. Red Card was phenomenal but like that, th- you said there's no there's no competition for a football game right now. Yeah. I know yeah. that someone, some indie dev is doing a top down old school Mega Drive style football game oh, but that's nice. never going to attract the same people yeah. as the FIFA crowd. Um, so that's the thing. Maybe the whole system just needs to be shaken up and you know like yeah maybe the license does need to go to multiple people. <laughs> the, the,
3: I agree with this, but what I worry is is that these mega corporations aren't just going to do that easily, and I, no. I, I fear no. them spitting mm. their dummy out in a way, sort of like, well, we can't have it, and we're we'll, we're trying to give you this, or so, you know, screw you, we won't give you the content you deserve. But, but then, we'll
2: then work be, people to death. Mm. To but then they'll, get maybe, this stuff out I guess that's that's one of the things that obviously he gets to in the article is like that, that idea that it impacts on the staff. But yeah. like that's the th- for me, I can't. I I only see this as EA trying to defend the amount of money that they make because of the randomised elements and because they haven't released a FIFA with where you can just pay for the things that you yeah. want and um, which is what mortal Kombat has this year where um, you know you get offered like it's like five items and you can just buy them and yeah. you know exactly what you're buying um, that's something that apex legends has or whatever that seems to be the shift the 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 evolution of loot boxes is to a more specific model which is what a lot of different games have gone for and then why can't d- we have a fifa with the specific things that you
4: if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers
0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology, as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I Do you know
1: what's so funny? It's that like you ch- you're you changing the, because that's not even a loot box anymore. No. That's just, that's just a piece of DLC. Effectively, kind of, if you're yeah. choosing what you're buying, that is a yeah. piece well, of. Well, that's,
2: uh, uh, that's what we've meted out this generation is the value of randomization, yeah. which like we've seen make billions of dollars. Mm. But fundamentally, moralistically, at least to me, it doesn't, it sh- can't stay. Like, it's, you it's, know, they've got away with it for years, it's, but that's it's it. It's
1: like YouTube was back in the day before the whole like adpocalypse and all this stuff hmm. happened. Like people were making silly amounts of money because it was unregulated and unchecked and now unfortunately the Wild West is coming to a close holster your guns let's put a hat on mm-hmm. and get the accountancy booked out it's boring <laughs> I understand it's probably you guys are probably sitting there going oh it's a bit boring but hopefully we'll see a better industry come out of it because it does need to be restrained in mm-hmm. some ways yeah
3: I mean I agree with this it's just I think the immediate aftermath will be ultimately I don't know quite negative for a little bit because yeah. if you mm-hmm. look at like Publishers like Activision. Mm-hmm. Like we, we we always talk about how few games they make. It's mm-hmm. because the few games that they do make makes so yeah. m- like so much money. And once they stop making that, Activision don't care anymore. Even Destiny, which was the second best selling game, I think, of twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. that that made so much money, yeah. but because it made less money than Destiny one, it didn't have the longevity, it didn't mm-hmm. make what Activision yeah. wanted, they were happy to pile it off. And I wonder if FIFA gets to that point, mm. if 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 it did lose that sort of the long haul monetization, would EA just be Willing to pie it off because it maybe doesn't bring I mean, in the top tier <laughs> <mean, $2> I mean, dollars. They got,
1: they got rid of um, uh, Fight Night, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They got rid of Skate because even though mm-hmm. that was the only sort of like skateboarding game and the genre at the, the, the ball time, ball means, kind of
2: burst on that. But, uh, but I'm just saying,
1: like, yeah. they but they they just they pull out when they know that the market sort of had the belly gone out from under. Even it, their yeah.
3: NBA games, like, because 2K make obviously those. Where is the 2K series? It's just, it's NBA, just 2K, 2K Live. Or, yeah, That's the popular thing at the moment. Whereas the NBA year games, they kind of like took a year off. These Always took like a beating and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. not quite where they wanted to be because there's that
1: competition. Mm-hmm. So EA aren't willing to sort of give it the funds it potentially yeah. deserves. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like if we can just uh, the guy, uh, the, the article writer does mm-hmm. state that it's the, it's, it's the predatory nature of the loot boxes that needs to be addressed. If they are looking for a compromise, and let's face it, the bill's going to be facing an uphill battle from start because you're going to have lobbyists and people chucking money at it yeah. to keep it as it is because it affects their bottom dollar. If you can change the fact that it's less predatory, as in so aggressively telling people that you need this to even compete on the same Mm. level... Then that will be a step forward that I feel most of us would accept as a win overall. Well, that's,
2: yeah. like I said, that's pretty much what Mortal Kombat's gone into. Like in terms of you know what you're buying, yeah. essentially, like in like in all you know consumer-based business practices, you just want to know what you're buying. Yeah. Like that, that's why we don't go and throw money at, in casinos all day. long. But,
1: and this is the thing you'll you'll see me being an absolute hypocrite because I collect Magic the Gathering cards, mm-hmm. right, and stuff like that. Like y- you don't know what you're getting in the pack for that. You don't. know what I mean, you're I'm getting. a
2: huge Magic fan too, but.
1: But, but you know what I mean. It's just like it's, it's the same thing that we've been brought up with. It's a sticker pack in a different form, but yeah. Now, the problem is this time is that it's so Magic the Gathering or similar like that doesn't aggressively market it's it. It's hard. You can, th- you, to can comp- still, you can still play the game with the cards you've
2: yeah, got. The, you, I was going to say that the rebuttal with them, like it's weird going down a tangent for Magic, but like in Magic, Magic cards are still worth something. You can yeah. trade them on. And like there's not a constantly changing uh, economy within yeah. a game that me and you play. I can still play you with the cards that I get.
1: And I also think as well that we need to address that you might buy a game. and Because I know there's a lot of people out there that might just say, well it's your choice at the end of the day to spend this and you don't yeah. have to support it. But at the end of the day, games like uh, Payday 2 and stuff like that, they didn't have uh, loot boxes and stuff like that in. I might, might have got Payday 2 wrong as an example but mm. there are games that don't have it in, that have them added in later on, what, like, more combat is a great one. So you just kind of like, okay, well that's changed. You've you yep. introduced an economy after the review date and after I bought the game after I've made a choice based on what I thought this was and mm-hmm. now you've changed what this thing is. So mm-hmm. I think it is
2: it is obviously worth um, addressing the uh, the development side of it, the point of view side of it because mm-hmm. at some point like obviously the industry is so big right now that there are a lot of conversations going around that the only way the industry is able to sustain itself at this level is because of things like loot boxes that they make such hum- humongous amount of money and to you know to take the you know to remove the ground from underneath all those things I don't know if it would be catastrophic, but it would be seismic and you'd have to have a humongous change. Um, That would be a change that personally I would welcome. Like, not obviously on the human cost side, depending on how it trickles down to the specific developers, but in terms of the projects that they're making and being asked to be allocated towards, for me, you need only look at something like um, Bungie celebrating when they finally left Activision um, or the various conversations that happened, all the different Kotaku deep dive reports on the amount of, I don't know, creativity that's being stifled because they get asked to do things that are safer and less innovative and whatever. Mm -hmm. For me, I think someone like EA Activision, for the most part, seem to be at the minute in the industry for the wrong reasons. They just want the money and that's it.
1: Well, it's like buying a, buying a company like Criterion and then having yeah. them not make a racing game. Yeah, or we just like did an article.
2: Um, well, you just did it on um, put on you know publishers that ruin developers, that they just funnel yeah. them all into Call of Duty. And it's like, yeah, fine, Call of Duty's great. Like, it's
3: solid, but like, it's not anywhere near the
2: variation's not
1: there. Too many, the too many eggs in too, many ba- and too yeah. few
3: baskets. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things because I suppose, like, when you have these live services, it does ensure that some people have jobs for longer. There's more stability yeah. because they always have some to do like a big problem with video game development is that not everyone is needed all the time so okay. you get these studios ramping up and having all these employees and then not knowing what to do with them mm-hmm. at least this kind of gives them something to do ideally that's like an ideal I was course, say the at the same thing, time yeah you have like Activision Andy laying off hundreds and hundreds of people yeah. so you would assume it would feed into it but I don't know if that's the well, actual that's the thing, reality that, that element of randomization
2: seems to go back onto the dev side too where like it's just oh, that, that that idea of everything not being stable if you had a way more stable economy where you have it you're offering specific products for yeah. specific specific prices, then you know exactly what you're offering and you can test the market the same way every other business does. I think they've gotten so far on randomization that they have all these inflated figures and someone like Take-Two is saying to the NBA, like, we can give you $1.1 for seven years. Like, who says you can? Like, based on us?
1: Like, that sucks. And I I hate to think that it's going to impact the people that have worked the hardest on this uh, game because you might see that if if the uh, loot boxes are banned, just to say a flat ban and everything goes the way that this bill wants it to go, Mm -hmm. then that will just be people getting laid off it won't be the people at the top it won't be them taking cuts in their bonuses Mm. it'll be the people laid off and then they'll just be pushing them harder and harder and harder and the job market around that might change because if you start entering into a thing of there are so few jobs and so scarce things that you will do anything to get to them Mm -hmm. then Yeah, I just say work 50 hour weeks, work 70 hour weeks and you'll do it.
2: I personally don't think they'll lose that much by offering specific items as opposed to randomized ones. For me, that's what it boils down to. Because I think you look at Mortal Kombat sales and it's the best selling Mortal Kombat of all time. And it's just like as long as if a consumer knows what they're buying, I think that is more investable than a random spinner.
1: Overall, how is it that we're having this conversation in it it, when you boil it down to why is it such a shock to say, it's 2019, and consumers would actually like to know what they're buying. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's I, I what this generation is. I don't understand with. how we've got to this point. <laughs> it's because FIFA
3: 18 made a billion dollars. That was and kind of like literally, go. yeah. Like you and had I'm
1: Andrew sure. Wilson sort of prove
2: that loot boxes can be stupidly yeah. lucrative, yeah. and then they just went everywhere, yeah. and we've let them be unchecked for this long. Um, there does even there's obviously way more nuance in terms of the specifics of the bill because yeah. it's meant to be we're protecting children from you know gambling mentalities, um, which obviously could be could blow up to just be we're banning all loot boxes altogether. Um, I guess for like. Final thoughts. Um, where do you guys stand on it? Just what, what would you do if you were in charge of the passing this bill? What, what specific le- legislation would you have? Oh. For me, it would just be it would be removing the randomised element. And yeah. Just give, it, I don't mind in-game purchases if I know what they're for and they don't fundamentally impact story or something integral yes. to the game. They have to be optional.
1: Uh, yeah, would be I, would, I would say that they uh, their implementation could not affect um, story progression mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, I would probably also say that you would, if I was to get really nitpicky on mm-hmm. it, the presentation of being told you can buy, should be offered... like press X to get this yeah, now. Yeah, it, it, should, it should be offered to you when you go to the store as a warning thing that pops up saying, this game contains microtransactions, and if you mm. are, to the, the, it's your choice, blah, blah, blah. And every time you buy it, it should do a, are you sure are you sure? Right. That I, I really think that adding in those extra steps of just simple text menus, saying, like, are you sure you want to convert this? Are you actually sure? Because remember, you are spending real money on this, mm-hmm. and it is a random thing, then that is your choice after that. There's a very quick thing to drop
2: in. Sorry, Josh, I'll get no, to you like-
1: very quickly, but at the end of the article, there's a um, a, a story, like, told
2: of um, one of the friends of the author is one of the people who worked on NBA 2K, and, the and kids, that, yeah, that they were, like, a parent, and their child just wanted to buy their way to the top inside one of the NBA 2K games, and then the, the way that it's written up is, like, well, they just wanted to be a good parent, and to let their child do do the right thing. For me, the right you know, like you know, be able yeah. to be a good parent, and like for me, that that ties into that because it's like, well, like, are sh- well, we meant
1: to be encouraging that stuff? Like, yeah. are you are you meant to be encouraging to a child that it's okay to throw money at a problem yeah, in order to like, surmount me, it? Just just try, just play the game.
3: It's, it's one of those things,
1: though, because like I don't know, you but
3: you, if you're not involved in it, you might not know. Like like our parents bought us like what Yu-Gi-Oh cards. He was literally a coder on I know, I know you mean. Just say like parents in general. Like it's just sort of an extra thing. Like you give your kids. A couple of quid here and then to go yeah. out and like spin a whatever like go to the arcades yeah. do something like that so I can sort of see where the mentality comes from yeah. if you're a kid who's just grown up with that like we know it's kind of predatory and wrong but if you've grown up only in that ecosystem yeah. and that's just the norm to you it's like it's, it's, it's the sure norm but I don't think it makes house. it
2: okay like I'm
3: not saying I'm not at all saying it's okay but I'm just I'm just thinking like from more acceptable yeah it's more acceptable from those kids or like those parents and mm-hmm, stuff yeah. like it's not necessarily yeah. like this huge thing that we see that because that's true I guess evolved for so long
2: yeah I think for that specific thing, it would be it, it would be the scale side of it because if he you know like 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 the um, the example it's like well that child just wanted to play like you know buy their way to the top kind of thing and assumingly there's a glass there's a ceiling there eventually yeah. um but they're well, putting a lot of money to get there whereas if it's just slot machines or random things down the arcade like that's a few
1: pound coins and you're I done do, i don't know why but i find that one of the 2k one really upsetting as well because it's <laughs> like it's a 2k is a skill-based game you you, right. you can buy nba your, you mean what did I say? 2K. Two, oh, sorry. NBA, M- 2K? M- M- NBA uh, the 2K yes. NBA games are a, uh, a skill-based game. So yes, you can buy yourself the best players, but you're going to have to be good. That mm-hmm. kid in that scenario is saying that they wanted to just buy their way to the top, but it's done in a way that's implying that they never tried to get good at the game enough to, yeah. to before they were like, I would like to buy per- things. Yeah. So they would, would just have spent money into that game been crap at it and then thought the game was bad. Well, well that, that is that's the my thing. mentality, yeah. you know what I mean? Those and mentalities
2: like, have, have gone on for so long that a lot of the younger gamers go, coming up, like I totally, like I said, I've mentioned this loads, but like I have a friend who's, you know, was playing a game and the nephew turned around and said, Oh, why, where can I buy more souls? It was for yeah. Dark Souls. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, can I just buy more? And it's like, No. But yeah, like, you know, because it's, it's, right.
3: it's been going on for so, so long, it is the norm. And for me, that would be part of the problem. Uh, it's yeah. just because I, totally, uh, I can totally see it. I can <laughs> totally see it. Like, if you're playing FIFA Ultimate Team and you've got ranked 60 players and you're yeah. just getting nowhere and you're not very good at, you might not be good at the game to start with because you're a kid yeah. and you're getting your ass handed to you mm. and then obviously the incentive is that you buy more packs yeah. get better players mm. and then you'll actually have fun and that's so predatory and yes, horrible yes, but it bad. is actually so the norm bad. which is Terrible.
2: I don't know man I don't know it's definitely the norm in those games yes. I think it's, uh, yeah maybe what would you do in terms of the, all the question what would you do going forward if everything you were in charge of it everything you guys said I would, <laughs> I would
3: cut out sort of all the all the pay to win stuff all right. that random yeah. anything that's sort of even approaching gambling or trying to get you addicted to it I mm-hmm. think I think that's terrible I hate paying for time as well I hate yeah. the idea of oh, God, to, yeah. to skip a long wait there should be no way so no matter yeah. what your bloody sort of monetizable approaches (laughs) you shouldn't implement those weird weights that break up the gameplay i think yeah Mm -hmm. just being more open and clear and making sure because i mean like contributing towards a game like i always bring up rainbow six Siege. but love that game played it hundreds of hours so i don't mind throwing a couple of quid down for like some new skins and stuff Mm -hmm. that's the best way to do it i just think that the companies make too much money to ever revert to that if that yeah. makes sense. Something like um like
2: different free to play models or like something like Siege, obviously it's heavily discounted at the minute, but it it has this like platform of content that you can plug stuff into and buy specific operators and whatever. It's like maybe the, the pricing structures need to change. Yeah.
3: Um yeah. you know, or like if you're gonna have games with the random loot box stuff, they should be way cheaper if not free. That's what you guys were saying there, like none of these sort of EA sports games offer anything else outside of it. There's no reason mm. to stay along unless you're putting money into it. Yeah, you can grind currency and get it that way, but you're not getting extra content drops from really. mm. you're not mm. getting like extra things. Like if you play a Siege. You're always getting new operators and new maps, and mm-hmm. yeah, you might have to pay for some of them if you don't want to spend the time, but it's more content there. Whereas with FIFA, you're expected to pay sixty quid every single year yeah. and yeah. then pay on top of it. Yeah. And then when the next one comes around, pay sixty quid again and yeah. c- repeat the yeah. cycle. And it's just you're getting less and you're getting charged more.
2: Yeah, I guess. I think we're at a really interesting point uh, time in the industry. I think like it's just it's very emblematic of this generation. I'm kinda curious just what the next gen brings and how much of these things go forward. Um but yeah, you can let us know what you think down in the comments below if you're watching the video side or come find us on social media if you're listening on any of the audio platforms. For now though, this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Jules Gill. Thank you very much. And George Brown. Thank you. I'll catch you next time. time. Bye.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.